1: Welcome along to the Wise Men's Ear podcast where I am joined by Gareth Barker James Hunter and Rory Fallow, who, between the three of them, are going to fill me in on the game more than anything, that defeat to Leicester because I wasn't at the game and I haven't saw the goals or anything like that. Before we start, I am going to acknowledge the fact that I did say Jack Rodwell will have a big impact on, on this game, and I was right in some ways, not the ways I, I did hope. Not yeah, the way he hoped either.
2: <laughs> that's not the way you put it. You didn't it's say not, it would be no. such a negative Fine impact.
1: margins though, aren't they? <laughs> <Like> <laughs> about, very fine. About, I don't, a I don't think inches. the margin
2: was that fine. I don't <laughs> I think, think anything like about Jack feet. Rodwell is fine. Fine the margins
1: <laughs> between him making me look like an idiot or proving me right. <laughs> but I mean, before we get on the game in all seriousness, I mean, that could talk, talk about a, <clears> a season-changing moment or a career-changing moment for Jack Rodwell as well. That one there, that miss.
2: Just after everyone had been, you know, if you think of a few weeks ago, he was going to win a few hearts back, yeah, wasn't he? At the Newcastle game, we were thinking, oh, he's he's finally showing something now. He's looking a bit box to box. He wasn't being anything spectacular, but he's being solid, quite reliable. And then, yeah, that miss just sums up his time on Sun- at Sunderland so much.
3: Yeah, it was a you know a horrendous miss, and and it, it would almost certainly have earned something a point because obviously they wouldn't have had to take the, the risks that they did, and when they got caught out right at the end. Um, but I don't think that it'll be when you look back, it'll be any particular one miss or moment that you'll look back on. You'll look back at series of of events um, and games and and you know these last last few games, the, the defeat against Leicester and the four draws before that, mm. it'll be the drop points overall that you'll look at.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's not like they're having other chances than no. you. People are easy, you know, people are poking the stick in Newcastle a lot and they're looking and saying, oh, how rubbish are these? But at the end of the day, you might as well be playing rubbish if you're not going to pick up points. It doesn't matter if you're going to come close no, and, you're not, and you're not getting be you know, it's,
3: it's Newcastle beat Swansea so on,
1: on Saturday and suddenly yeah. it looks very yeah. different again. We're going to hear from Sam on the game now.
0: A very passionate and dogged game by both sides that were were trying their very best to see what they could achieve. And I think that... Uh, in the end uh, a slip by us and only one slip has, uh, allowed Vardy to get in and score um, there was a very very good finish so what could we do after that and of course we responded well by Jack's chance and uh, unfortunately smorned it and Jack's unfortunately for us was an easier chance than Vardy's and, and at that day it's the difference between winning and losing or drawing and that's that's been the case today and of course it sounds like for me, and it's the same old, same old. So, I know it would have been another draw, but it would have been draw coming from behind, which is against the top of the league, a fantastic result. My problem has been is we've drawn games from in front, um, particularly at Newcastle and Southampton, instead of winning. And more importantly, look how costly West Brom is now. After all those misses, all those chances, all those opportunities, and. Um, taking three points out of that game in itself putting us on 29 and 27 means that if we go to Norwich and win we go in front of them with a the game in hand and we get out the relegation zone now we go to Norwich we don't get out the bottom three even if we beat them um, but for me we have to get ready for Norwich this is not this is not the biggest disappointment the biggest disappointment for me was West Brom Newcastle and Southampton.
1: OK, Sam kind of sums up the whole situation. I'm not even sure we need to do a podcast, to be honest. I think he's <laughs> condensed what we're probably going to do over 30, 35 minutes into a minute there. He sums the situation up perfectly, that, doesn't it? Yeah.
2: It's just... We've thrown away points in a variety of ways now, aren't we? He mentions the, the way we've... You know, we should have won from leading positions against Newcastle and Southampton. We couldn't break down West Brom. And yesterday is just one of those where, if it comes in the middle of the season, you just go, "Oh well, the top of the league, they're there for a reason. They've had a bit of the rub of the green, and you know they've beaten us. They've came out of three points, which they'll do against, which they have done against a lot of teams this season. But we can't afford to take a game just like that now. We can't just take a positive from have, it. We have, need points.
1: Have the signs not improved the side enough? Gareth, do you think? In that. I was thinking about this um, before the game. Actually, thinking if we, whatever result we get, if you look at the improvement from before January, for example, first half of the season. Okay, you had Aston Villa, who were the worst side in the league. I would have said that Sunderland were then comfortably the second worst side in the league, and there was a little bit of a gap. I thought between the likes of Norwich, Newcastle, Swansea, Bournemouth, those sides has the improvement, significant improvement. You can see that on the pitch from January, only kind of propelled us to that level with those sides. And the difference between where we were to where we are now isn't quite enough to bridge the gap.
4: It's all ifs and buts, isn't it? I mean. Yeah.
1: But we aren't if seeing games it, out. You look at the run, someone oh, like Swans and Bournemouth being on. We, we don't seem capable of doing that. No, but So you, we're obviously certain, we're still at the level of a side who you'd expect to finish third or fourth or
4: At the moment, maybe. But if you'd had Allardyce from the start of the season, then he'd had a pre-season and all that kind of thing. Oh, yeah,
1: I'm not, blame- not sort of attaching and blame anyone. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm just saying... saying is, is this the reason why? You'd we're be we're averaging pushed. a
4: point a game, wouldn't you? Mm. And that, Which is what he is, and you'd have 32 points. And with a game in hand, you'd be above Norwich. So, um, I mean, it's an interesting point, I think, in terms of the the problem they've got is that, in some ways, is the options maybe in forward area, where obviously Watmore's... Injured, and he, he might be able to play up front. But Graham went and, and Fletcher went, which is no great loss. But you know, really, the only two options are in Doy and, and Defoe. And,
2: and is in Doy any better than Fletcher as well?
4: Well, I don't know. He might be, he might not be. I think it's a bit open season on Doy uh, at the moment. I think it's you know, he's people are criticising before he's even kicked the ball when he's come on as a sub. I mean, and he's played out of position a lot. I mean, he's not been, he's not made an impact.
2: Yeah, I'm not necessarily but I'm not going to I, but door, I but... think he's,
4: like, he's not the worst player I've ever seen for Sunderland. Oh, uh, no, you but... You know, but it's it's obviously... An o- we haven't really got any options there, um, which is a problem. So maybe if you want to freshen things up in that area. Um, you know, Kazri, I would have hoped we might have seen, um, you know, maybe some more goals from him. Um, I think he's been good, really good. But, you know, I'm a bit surprised he's been taken off in, in a few games recently mm. because... You kind of feel when he gets the ball, you know he's capable of delivering a cross or, you know, whipping a shot in that could set be quite dangerous. As well. Set pieces, stuff like that. So it's a funny one when he takes him off. Um, but I think it's an interesting point. I don't necessarily agree that it it's only brought us up to that level. But you know the the results suggest that, you know, we're only it we're, as, we're <clears> as good as we are at the moment, and that's in the bottom three. With 27 points from 32 games, so the five points back on the target. Um, could he have done <clears> any more in the window? That's it. I think that's the that that would be the unfair element of the criticism. Could he have done any more than he did? And you, you I mean, to bring in Kirchhoff... I think he's exceeded people's yeah, expectations Seven hundred fifty grand to bring yeah. in Kirchhoff. You, you know what a signing that is. Um, and and the vote Coney's been outstanding. They've all made an impact. So. Maybe there was more players he was trying to do deals with that didn't want to come who would have improved the team. Uh, there's lots of like. I don't think any
1: more could have been done in January. I was just sort of saying, you know, has it. It would have been unrealistic to expect more, but I'm just trying to like define the situation where we are now. Has it. <clears> has it? You know, were we too far gone before that? Because that's what it's starting a lot. like. I think right the,
4: eight, now. The, the eight again, the eight games, isn't it? Start of the season and we've seen it over the last few seasons you know it's been longer nine ten games before you get that first win and that's not really acceptable is it i mean and that's your problem i mean you can look at drop points in games where we've drawn them where we should have won but at least we've got out with a result
3: i think when you look at the situation that sunderland are in you know at the at the end of december they were uh seven points from safety um, you know, now they're four points from safety with the game in hand, and with the the team that's immediately above them still to play. You know, I, yes, it was disappointing uh, these recent run of of draws. Of course, you know, there were missed opportunities, and they may yet come back to to bite Sunderland. And this game against Leicester that was also a missed opportunity, if only because all the teams around them, Norwich, Villa, and Newcastle, all lost twenty four hours earlier. But um, it's still there for for Sunderland. I, don't, I wouldn't think there's any any. Reason to be too downhearted just yet. I think this this game, as, as everybody can see, this game against Norwich at the weekend is the pivotal mm. one. I think if if Sunderland lose that, then I think um, oh, while the mathematics won't yet won't yet stack up, but I think we can we, we can then say that Sunderland are effectively down. I think a draw leaves them with you know a huge huge unlikely task. They're then favourites to go down, and 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 they, they need a uh, you know a miracle in almost. And uh, and I think if they win, then it's game on. So, you know, I think the, the big judgment will come after this weekend.
4: I think that there'll be a lot of... There should be some self-reflection, I think, after yesterday, because, you know, they competed in the first half, and they Could battled you, and, and Can people and talk
1: matched, me through people's performances and the team you know, performance? Because I haven't seen anything of the I, game.
4: Mean, I mean, we'll match them in terms of energy and stuff, but I just thought, you know, I thought we're, be- we're better. Yeah, we're we, did, better we didn't than
1: create
2: them. the chances that we had yeah. been over the last...
4: You know, a few Kurt, four or five games. You know, Kershaw wasn't couldn't get his foot on the ball, and don't forget that, yeah.
3: that Leicester had Leicester had kept five clean sheets out of the yeah. last six games. So that, you know they're, they're not easy to break down. Of... And did create a couple of chances yeah. against them. Not many, uh, uh, admittedly, but but they did create a couple of chances. They created as many chances as Leicester had at the other end, and Leicester mm. are top of the league up to the up to the point when the when the Vardy goal, the first Vardy goal, went in. But if you look at this, Corny and Cabal had to make four tackles each, and I think
2: Morgan and Huth only had to make one each. Shows yeah. how much pressure is being put on both sets of centre well, halves. Well,
4: Defoe is, was, unlike uh, Defoe, just you know he's been good recently in that in the, up front on his own. That, but yeah. he, he had a bad game yesterday. Like, and I know people will say, "Well, it's a service and all this." Sometimes you can't you can't have that fallback as an excuse all the time when oh, you yeah, have no. a bad game. You can't just say, "Well, I'm playing up front on my own, so it's not my fault." You know, it's some the things you... as
3: well. It's the small, small margins, as, as you were saying, Gareth. You know, there the was the the moment where Van Nistelrooy gets to the byline, cuts the ball back, Defoe's unmarked at the near post, it hits Huth on the arm, and uh, you know, and, and it comes comes to nothing. I'm not saying it's a penalty because uh, because you know he could not really have anywhere else Mind to go, you, w- go with his arm. I mean, you could make a case for it, but I don't think it was. I think it was I the right saw decision. Saw that afterwards, and was surprised. My point, my point is that though that there's your chance for Defoe. Had, had mm. that not happened, and, and almost certainly a player like Defoe would have taken that. Well,
4: you'd hope so, but the game press <laughs> probably didn't, and yeah. he had all those chances. That's the thing. It's all you can only deal in facts, can't you? That, you look at that game yesterday, and I, I came away really frustrated, and just thought, you know, it's not. We're, we're better than what we showed yesterday, and I think that's like quite an interesting way to look at it. When you play in the top of the league team, I, I don't know why that is. I, I mean, Leicester are just, a, like, to be honest, people might say I am going to be, I don't know, being dis- like you know bitter or whatever. But I just think that it's the luckiest team I've ever seen. Like, there is just nothing I can't understand. There, it's a, it's just a freakish occurrence. Like they'll not win the league next season. They'll win the league this season and then it'll just, just be like that'll be it. It'll just be an, an anomaly. They've
2: got so many players, <clears> who are doing so well. Houston Morgan looked solid, Kante looked excellent all season. Mares and Vardy speak for themselves and they're getting I mean, that. Mahrez
4: didn't have a very good game yesterday. He did was he? quiet, yeah. but
2: you know they've still got the likes of you know Drinkwater played well, Kante played well, Okaz- thought, Okazaki was I busy. What they
4: about Elmid tell, tell
1: me about Elmid Frey then
4: pretty quiet. I mean, Cattenwall I thought was the best of the three over the 90 yeah. minutes. I thought, Kirchhoff's tackling
2: was good, but his passing was a bit Yeah, off. really, like for him, really off. Played <laughs> one really good crossfield ball to Barini in the first half, yeah. but usually he
4: does quite a few of them. Barini just, you know, like the thing is about Barini, he's tried so hard and if he's having yeah. an off day, he ends up tr- trying to try even harder and then he ends up looking like he's, he's worse for it.
2: Yeah, he and, did like, get a bit unlucky with the shot that deflected on the Schmeichel and that one that deflected I think just Defort, over the bar in the thought, second half I
4: thought the four could have probably fed him the ball a bit earlier for yeah. his chance yeah. um, but obviously the big chance you know I mean, there's a few people I mean we've got some twittery questions which I'm sure we could bring in later but I, know, I did notice somebody was talking about you know the substitutions and this seems to have been someone that's been rumbling on a lot of people seem unhappy with Sam's substitutions but I mean, t- it's more the players maybe he's taken off. I mean, I understand why he took off in Villa. Um, I can understand, like, I wouldn't have taken Casri off, but the players he's brought on, you know, people are saying, well, you could should bring on Larson because, you know, they don't like Rodwell. Well, if Rodwell takes that chance, which he should, yeah. everyone's saying, well, that's a great substitution. You can't really legislate for a miss like that. As yes. You you know, it's a, as you say, it's a, I think it's a career definer. At Sunderland because he takes that chance and everyone's going. This is this we're finally going to see a contribution from Rodwell now. Yeah. He's going to have to play exceptionally well over a number of games and contribute in terms of
3: yeah. goals
1: or He's not going to get the benefit of like doubt anymore,
3: is he? Which he was getting yeah. after that run
2: of parallels. Power, yeah. power
1: Kevin Kilbane, perhaps. Maybe. Yeah.
3: I, I disagree with, with that though. I understand why you, why you say that, Gareth, but. What what we all know is that if if uh, Jack Rodwell scores the winner at Norwich, then everybody will be yeah. forgiven. That's what I'm be... saying. He has to. He's going to have yeah, to. Do he doesn't that. have to do anything over a period of games if he gets yeah. a goal at the crucial moment, like it would have yeah. been yesterday. He needs to get some cash.
4: You need to put some cash in the bank. Aye, Cause really, because he's in he's, he's in trouble of losing a lot of a lot of people. Um,
3: but he'll win everybody
4: back he if will, he does if, the right thing at the right yeah. moment. Yeah, that's let's the some, nature of the game. Let's hope so. Um,
1: but no, Top me through Vardy's goal Because I haven't seen it Anybody's have, have you, got seen, the have the you seen
3: any of Vardy's goals this season? <laughs> no It's exactly yeah, the same right. as any of them <laughs> it, was a, it, was, it was what I can only a describe as a, an agricultural hoof yeah. forward um, this, is, this has amazed me This has fascinated me When I was a, a kid You used to watch Wimbledon We used to call it long ball Now it's apparently it's counter, counter-attacking yeah. style It's where you hoof the ball into the channel <laughs> And you have a fast striker that runs onto it and scores And that's exactly what, what Vardy did good luck to him, you know. great, it's worked out perfectly for him, it's worked out perfectly for Leicester but it was dead simple and Kabul had been mopping those up all afternoon mm. but this one time uh, he didn't get it right and and Vardy cashed
2: in. Those it was are the fine margins
1: that. aren't we? And, and there was a 50-50 that...
2: as well, that's drink water, just one off catamole as well, Like yeah. even that, like you're saying fine margins, mm. that as well, like they, they well That tends got... to
1: what goes, for you to find what the better teams get those fine margins and the poorer teams don't. Yeah. We, we've often spoken about how Decide to finish on 15 points for Sunderland. Were never totally out of games. Generally, they were always in games, yeah. but they'd lose one nil or they'd lose two one hmm. because they just weren't quite good enough. And that's what I'm almost worried. Where we're at now, where it's getting to the point where we look all right, but we're just not quite good enough. Can't for get it. over the line. That's what it seems yeah. to be. And it's it, possible, but you know,
3: don't forget. I mean, I know everyone's saying it's, it's Leicester City, but let's let's you know, let are top of the league. They've only lost three games all season. Seven um, points top with bizarre, you know, five games left. And, Can't work it out. And, uh, you know, this wasn't a, a bunch of mugs that them were beaten by yesterday. It was a team that are going to win the title, you know, <clears> in all probability. So, you know, you have to take that in, into account and they'll be up against a, a very different team. You know, a team struggling uh, when they go to
1: Norwich this weekend. So, was there anything in the performance where... That would suggest Sam is going to start ringing changes or is anything you can change? I mentioned last week, I asked the question if Kazri could play more centrally and one of the reasons, uh, I think we was yourself and Graham Anderson, have said that perhaps not was because we didn't have an alternative to go out wide but well, Lens came on as a sub yesterday so is that suddenly an option? What was Lens like?
4: Um, alright. He wasn't I mean, on for long enough no, to he, massively he tried, affect you know, the game. He tried, he tried to get down the line a few times but he's coming back from a, an injury, Any? I mean, Lens did alright playing in that space in midfield didn't he yeah
1: but I mean Kasri a... puts his foot on the ball though and you yeah. kind of feel like we need... you you going to understand why he's playing Catamall in the, in the middle of the minute because he puts his foot on the ball the difference is Kasri's got a little bit of attack on quality and creativity where catamol doesn't I guess but he... he's got the drive and he's got the purpose I mean, the, the and he, three... played there, he played there at his last club as well the
4: three centre midfielders that they're using at the moment um, you know in some games you can understand them playing together but you know they are quite defensive minded players and it's it's a funny one, isn't it? Because you know, we're not really we have created opportunities with them in the team. It hasn't restricted our chance creation, but no. maybe if we had more finishes in that midfield, we might we might uh, you know take some more of those chances that come.
2: I can't see him changing it for the Norwich game, though, that much. He's, he's already said it's a must not lose, the Norwich game. I think he's won, got to be I it a must win. The post match oh, email said he said, was it, was it, it, he said it's, it's not must win, it's must not lose. He's
1: which changed. to he's me he says. <laughs> yeah, but,
3: but yeah, yeah I, can see, I can see his point, and I know that, that he's been criticised by a lot of fans for, for being negative, but first and foremost, some of them must not lose on Saturday, because I think if they lose, that's it. So. That's, that's got to be your overall priority a draw would be very very bad and would leave you in all kinds of trouble but better a draw than a defeat and obviously you want to win it so I can understand why he's, why he's described it as a must not lose because I think if you lose then then the game's up
1: Is there a sense that this game's just been the season flattener almost because I think going into this game and there wasn't a logical reason as people know I was leaning up to the game I just didn't see Sunderland losing the game and I wasn't really basing it on anything other than a good feeling to be honest but it seems like that was mirrored by a lot of other people, and there was a lot of positivity about and al- like that around the as well. And I sounded so dejected afterwards there, mm-hmm. and suddenly now we're looking at the Norwich game, saying, oh, if you don't win, you know, that's us done for. Things can change mm-hmm. that fast, and it just seems like this has flattened everything at the moment. I, I,
4: think, I think the fact they would be seven points ahead if they beat us, it's not, it's not like an irrational. A rash-
0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
4: Oh, God, we're done for it. I mean, turning seven points around with five yeah. games to go, and know they'd have four. You'd have to pretty much win every game to give yourself a chance. You've got to win three of them at least of your five games, yeah. and you've You'd got for, well, Chelsea, Arsenal, yeah. and Everton to play. So, you know, you're looking at thinking probably not... Um, and that's that's just a, that's just um, you know the situation we found ourselves in again. Don't want to go back over all ground but as we've said. We've we've had a chance to pull away, we haven't taken it, and now it's come back to bite us. And the pressure's on massively now. Flattening the season, flattened, I'm not totally sure about that. I don't think they've got to come away and think you know what we've played all right in that first half, poor in the second, but the games before that. We've played well and we need to go to Norwich and take that. And, like you say, James, the top of the league, whatever you think, and you've got to think, well, we have got beaten by the team who were top of the league and they've only lost three games all season, haven't conceded a goal in six games. Then then, then you go into Norwich, who, you know what, you talking about us having a season flattener, they would have been thinking, well, we'll go to Palace and win. And yeah. the team that, that hasn't could won then. in that four months. Be, yeah. And they've lost that game. And I watched that game and Norwich were. Ah, Average. Yeah, they, they didn't, didn't look look really create. Didn't create a
2: chance. No, um, what might
3: that take out of of Norwich? Yeah, exactly. It'd be really
2: interesting to see how they line up for that if they mm. think. From a Norwich perspective, is a point all right well, for they them? They are going then. to think that, even yeah. if it's, keep keep it, keep keep it's a bit, even if it's it?
1: subcon- yeah. on a subconscious level, they are and going to think that. I now th- they're going to think, don't lose the game, and they're likely to sit back now and. Yeah. think... And watching know. us against West Brom, yeah. they'll probably be
3: thinking, well, yeah. they can't break that down. Mm. I think, I, I think from Norwich's point of view, they will go for it on Saturday Do because you? they know that, that a win makes them safe, mm. and a defeat doesn't relegate them.
4: Mm. I just think with Norwich, they don't really have the capacity there. Go for it, so to speak. Do you no. know what I mean? i think uh, with what they've got. Yeah, what yeah, they've they've
1: got. They'll, they'll I go think Allardyce it. would rather they went for it. Yeah, I think yeah, so as well. Maybe. Mm. I, think
2: I it's mean, sent half the playing them? really well. Well, yeah. not really well, but they're playing well at the moment. Yeah. Like, I'd be <clears throat> confident of them... I'm not going to say a clean colony,
4: sheet, but yeah. Comford yeah. like, looks pretty poor.
2: Yeah, it's
4: the
1: second balls around the box of someone like Nia Smith kicking up Sniffing about. But if Kirchhoff's
2: on his game, which you know is it was his passing that was the problem yesterday, it wasn't his like intercepting and tackling. If we play like we have been over those four, five games, we should be able to get something out, out of Norwich. I'd, I'm hoping that yesterday doesn't bring those new signings. You know, he's spoken about how they're not like feeling the pressure as much, how they're coming to training with smiles on their faces. <laughs> Hope yesterday doesn't that's bring, what I'm bring them
1: down that's to, what to I'm, that. That's kind of
3: what I'm asking. You know, thing, just, I think you know, just knowing what I've what I've seen of Sam Allardyce over these last six months, I think he'll be telling telling the players this week. Look at this. You match the team at the top of the league for 65 minutes here. You give them one chance. I'm, I'm discounting the, the goal in the 95th minute. You give them one chance, and yeah, they took it. But you know, you you were as good as them for most of the game. And he'll show them the, the the game against Manchester City and say, look, you outplayed Manchester City, should have won. You know, all these are should haves and might haves, but he'll say, you know, you, mm. you, you're not a bad team, you know, and, and don't you mustn't think that way.
1: Can you tell me about the goalkeeper of the goal? So the first criticism. one, I, I don't
4: know why there was criticism of the first one. I don't think he could have come for that. The second one, he's just come running out. I don't know why. And I, actually, is that not a foul on Van Arnold that he's like ran straight through over the top of him?
3: I don't think, I think that, so. No, I didn't. I didn't see it as a foul personally. I think Manoni's just chanced it. You yeah. know, he's he's come to the edge. It was it was a heavy touch from from Vardy. If if he gets there and gets any kind of touch on it at all, then it's yeah. not a second goal. So he took it. Manone took a chance. Worth taking the risk at that stage as well. Yeah, as long as you, as long as you don't bring down Vardy and get yourself sent off. Yeah. That was the one thing. <laughs> in mean, some people's eyes, that actually, happens, that might have yeah. been all right. <laughs> yeah, because people want to see Pickford in don't they? Well, I, I mean, again, I think Jordan Pickford's got a you know a really bright future um, at Sunderland but do you want to throw in a very very unexperienced goalkeeper into a game like this one at Norwich mm, it's, I'd be it's not like throwing that. in a young attacker is it where no. and just go and play with no fear no. I think Pickford will, Pickford will be fantastic and you will be a, a, you know, a future number one this wouldn't be the game I'd choose to test
1: <laughs> it. So there's no sort of movement anybody can see regarding team selection. I mean,
3: then. There is, that is
4: an interesting, interesting point about Lens. I mean, Lens could come in, Cavalier could go inside, or Lens could
1: go. I don't think he's going to trust Lens in a game of this magnitude because just because for the reasons we we, mm. we saw Lens in, in previous games and he, he sort of got missing, and I think Sam's kind of he's got a long memory game. like that, hasn't he? I well, think, he has, I think Sam's is,
3: going to look at this run of games and, and he's going to say that put the results to one side the performances have been very good and they should have had m- many more points out of them than, than they've got he's going to look at this <laughs> Leicester game and, and think you know um, uh, for, for most of the games, some of them were as good as Leicester I don't think there's a, he's going to see any reason to change that personally
1: and we keep saying it but it's a total flip on where we are normally where we will play rubbish and then we sort of put two or three results together yeah. at the back of the season still up and now we're having a sustained run of games where we're actually playing well and it looks like it's not gonna be enough. That's the most frustrating thing as mm-hmm. a fan, isn't it? it? Because you feel like we're starting to get things right on the pitch,
4: yeah I mean Norwich winning those games, you know, getting that point against man City and you know winning in the last minute against Newcastle has really helped them out um you just look at it and you know some haven't got their results you know you can't rely on other teams and all that kind of thing, and some haven't got the results that they should have gotten. Now it's, you know, they have to win. On for me, they have to win. Like even a draw, he's still looking at it. Going, I don't know. We're still gonna to have to put together. How that is he gonna find that run of
2: form, aren't we?
4: How is he gonna find the right, the right mix of in in that team to make sure when you do get the chances, you take them. And it might mean you have to bring in maybe one more attacking player in, in that midfield area. I mean, I, I don't know. I'd I, like to say I don't think you I don't think you make any big changes in that respect but. He must be thinking about it. Um, well, we're talking about... as long as it. Is, I don't like if you if he does something like brings in Doy and puts him on the wing and then it doesn't work, which he probably won't, then he's in trouble because people yeah. start saying you've put in you've put him on the wing and you know, cause up you you cause an anxiety straight away because he's not popular and then it doesn't work and everyone will point to that one I mean, decision.
3: The, I mean that's your problem. That the eleven that you're <clears> starting <throat> with at the moment is essentially his best team. So yes, you can say, well, I'll take out him and I'll put in Lens and I'll I'll take out you know, I'll, I'll make, play uh, Ndoy instead of Defoe or whatever it might might be, whatever change. If it works, wonderful. But if it doesn't, then mm. fingers are going to be pointed. It's going to be a, the the better bet, surely, is to stick with your best team. That's what gives you the best chance. I mean, Sam's all about playing the percentages and what gives you the best chance. The best chance of winning is with your best team, surely.
2: Do you not think we're going to see Watmore as soon
3: as we can though now. because so, if what you're
2: saying mm. about about bringing Lens in and I'm not trusting him, he clearly trusts Watmore. He's, you know, he's, well, he's Watmore done, got he's his injury starting at Anfield and you know even started at Southampton. If he if he is going to change the team in that way and put someone like Casper a bit more central, I think we could see Watmore. But he's not as soon, fit, though, is he? No, as soon as he is fit though. The first. Will he be, will he be
4: fit before the end of the season? He's... Back I was, in training, is now. He, I saw, I saw him yesterday in the car park. He didn't have any like. He was on that video of them. He was on that video of them training a, we on the beach.
3: Like, don't, the
1: the don't get your fit.
3: But the, <laughs> but but the the thing is obviously Watmore's not not played f- no. for months. No. Uh, there's no and, he, and he's he's a very
1: raw individual, individual to start with. He's the
3: 21 games to get himself back up to speed. And he is a player you think needs to
1: get back up to speed. Not even not even
3: been on on the bench, so he must be. I would say at least a couple of games away yeah. from even being in contention really right, serious, so what's con- what's serious the, contention what's
1: the good news then everybody We need something positive here well
3: we're not, we're not com- like
4: James said we're, we're, we're quickly seven points change, adrift yeah. and all of a sudden and we're, we're four points adrift with with uh, your game in hand I mean would you have accepted that at the end of the season at, sorry at the start of the season you know given you know after
1: nine games we hadn't won a game yeah. you probably would have um, that Norwich game now st- is <clears throat> And we were all sitting there, probably thinking the same, because we expected Norwich to be down there, and we we were all sitting as Norwich came up the stadium like possibly the worst Sunderland have played in the league in years. That game yeah. where Norwich came and just just rolled us over.
2: I think I've said it on here before. Um, anyone could have beaten us that day. Yeah, like, and, any side. And,
1: and I was sitting there when that game was going on, thinking, I hope this doesn't come back hmm. to to make an impact. And of course it has, has not it? Lots of games you could mm. say that for, but that's direct competition, isn't it's it? It's
4: weird it? you you play those games at the start of the season when Villa have got a little bit more about them and Norwich have got a bit more about them, and then as the season goes on and it gets harder, those yeah. games they mm. get easier to win in some ways, and well, yeah, we I mean, kind of played them at the wrong time. And you look at you know Villa they have have won f- on
3: the opening day, don't forget yeah. they beat Bournemouth, yeah. And, yeah. yeah, you know, and they must have thought, well, oh, this is all right, and you know, look where we are now. Look where Bournemouth are. Look where Villa <clears> <clears> are.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, again, I mentioned, I mentioned Newcastle performance, Only people are writing them off. Um, Newcastle have to go to Villa, which anybody at this stage of the season, even Newcastle, you would think, would be nailed on three points when you play against Aston Villa. I've heard um, people
2: saying that about Newcastle. Like Their fixtures look all right, but I have
1: Watching them lately, yeah, no, they like, don't. It, they, they look like us in that Norwich game. But Sunderland haven't looked well. Haven't looked good in seasons gone by and stayed up somehow i tell you what, it would no, quite, no. quite a turn around. I think it would be,
4: yeah. I don't think
2: they're playing, like Newcastle, they're, just, they're not playing. At least we've got, we had players like Cat and Mole who
1: drag you yeah. through one I and think, John O'Shea, I the, don't but think the they playing well, well, like well, that. Well, if that's the, the case key, then, the it just makes the two points drop there look so, oh, yeah, so bad totally, again then, totally. doesn't
3: it? The, the, key, the key thing for, for me is that when you look at the situation at the bottom, Aston Villa have chucked in the towel ages ago and working as I do in an office full of Newcastle fans... Over at the Chronicle, the feeling amongst their fans now is is that uh, Newcastle have run up the white flag as well in these recent weeks.
4: It does look that way. I mean, in every, after every game, it's a different player coming out and saying there's players who they're not basically in roundabout way saying players aren't trying. Mm.
3: So. And Sunderland have never done that. No. Even when Sunderland have been relegated with 15 points, with 19 points, they've never chucked in the towel. I think the 19-point side, you been, could, could
1: argue, did some yeah. of the players. There
3: have, been, there have been times when they haven't been good enough, but not for a want of effort and commitment. And I think maybe the
2: 19-pointers did, because there were players yeah. who, who knew they would get some yeah. decent yeah. moves after, but the 15-pointers kept trying, because oh, they yeah. knew that they were probably Cont- just going to be here anyway. The
4: 19-point season, one of the main culprits one of the club legends.
1: <laughs> we've, been, we've been here before. We've Keep alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not allowed to talk about that. Did you say you had some tweets in them? We'll, we'll go the out. With, of tweets? Moving swiftly on. You can read. The, can I? I can you? read. Yeah, it. Debatable.
4: Yeah. There's a there's an article gone up today that somebody's done. I think for I don't know. It's football three six five. You're supposed to
1: favour. You're supposed to the tweets for me to read yeah, out, yeah, Gareth. Give me a chance <clears> here.
4: For Sam Allardyce, um, basically just ripping into him. And a few people saying, Would you want to discuss it? But I mean, the thing is, it seems as though Sam does divide opinion, and there's a few people who hate him and a few people who really like him. And the ones, you know, there's often a hatchet piece about Allardyce circulating every Mm. three months. So he's, you know, he's.
3: So what's this saying, Gareth? I haven't seen this. um, It basically just
4: says that um, he plays terrible football, Um, he's not. He goes. He always defle- when when he does his post match, he always tries to deflect and like make it about him and try and say that if I was playing the way Leicester were playing, then I wouldn't be allowed to. I'd get criticised for it. That was kind of the mm. the impression that he's given and all this. But it just you know it <clears> does of kind of have a point though, to about be fair. Right? But any but I don't think he was saying that anyway. But he can the no. kind of saying, "Oh, Sunderland playing crap football and all this," and that his record suggesting that we we're, we're not going to stay up. So. He's kind of he's taken us down basically and he's never won anything and all this kind of thing, but I was thinking, well, as a in, in his transfer windows are terrible and he wastes loads of money. So but at Sunderland he's averaged a point a game since yeah. he's come in and yeah. A, had a great transfer window. Yeah, and he's so never
3: been relegated from the Premier League. So I, I think, think, you know, I would argue is it personal. Five, yeah, know, I don't know. How I would suggest honest. that it's more to do with the style. I mean, Sam made the comments about Leicester's style not being not being great, but but the point he was making is Leicester, Leicester's style might not be attractive, but their fans don't care yeah. because they're about to win the league. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he, what he put, the point he's trying to make is that, that it's the outcome that's important. The end justifies the means, and and if whatever this person, at Football Three Six Five, thinks of of the football Sunderland are playing. If it keeps Sunderland in the Premier League then that'll be fine by Sunderland. I've quite enjoyed the football yeah. played. Yeah I think yeah. I, I think nice
2: stuff. They're probably basing that on watching yeah. yesterday's game on the telly yeah. and haven't watched almost anything certainly. bar maybe the highlights on match of the day of yeah. the previous games. We're playing not the best football in the world but we're not horrible no. to watch. It, it, the, it is like you say it's enjoyable to go to play out in the back, most trying, of the time.
4: The, trying to do the right things, trying to get the ball into the final third and get creative yeah. players on the ball creating chances a lot of attacking
2: players in the yeah. side look at the full backs and Coney likes to roar yeah, forward yeah. with the well, ball I don't
3: th- I don't I- I, I just I doesn't, just... doesn't chime with me that I'm afraid yeah. seems,
1: seems personal that one. listen Luke Headley I, I, I like you, the fact you've tweeted in but the who would steer yeah, we'll if and when up, we go we. down we're not We're not going there yet I'm not throwing in the towel yet. we kind of did it we have, did it a few weeks no, ago no I yeah. know but you, you, when we if when he said when uh, if we go down <laughs> like, we oh. might do we might We might do a full blown one of those ones uh, somebody else is asking for an orange ticket perversely <laughs> um, <laughs> another person again and um, um, at Lee I just asking if Sam should sort of just go for it now and ditch the three whole the midfielders, which I, I don't think any of us think he's going to do. I kind of asked the same question with a Kasri yeah suggestion, but I don't think I think if you had a, a game if, at Norwich, is, if you're going is, to
3: play three such attack-minded players as, <coughs> as default, Casiraghi, and Barini, then you need you know solid yeah. solidity in the centre of, of midfield. <coughs> I think yes, you can go for a slightly more attacking midfield, but you might have to sacrifice one of those front three.
1: What's Seb Larson's agent come out and said, Gareth? You mentioned before the show. Um, Again, that stuff a, I haven't seen. I've been, uh, it was to paraphrase... i had a fun family-packed weekend, yeah. and it's been better. We often the question, you know, <clears throat> how dull your life would be if you didn't like football. Uh, if it's everything, you know, mm. I got a little snippet where actually, you know, it's not too bad because someone ruined oh, it for me. I,
2: I had a great <laughs> week just gone, and then like the very end of it, Sunday, just like totally ruined it. Can't remember much of yesterday, so <laughs> I, don't know, I just <laughs> kept drinking. Um,
4: yeah. Um, the the Larson thing I think to paraphrase the agents kind of said there's not a chance in hell that he'll stay at Sunderland if they go down
1: that's that's remarkable I think he's kind of
3: he's kind of suggesting uh, that if Sunderland went down they would look to move Larson on i.e. rather than carry on paying paying his wages cash in on him because he's only got a year left on his contract rather than let it run down to be a Bosman he was linked mm-hmm. with
2: he was linked with a move away this time last season, or wasn't he? Or like with um, or maybe the season before when his contract was coming the up. Powers, he, was, was, with, he was linked
1: with Brucey Munch and Gladbach as well. I mean, that's one Bizarre. thing we, we'll go out on then, I think. Can, can Larsen often more to this side? Because we're seeing it's very minimalistic, the changes Sam can make. We don't think he's going to be as adventurous as put Kazri in the middle and play somebody else out wide. Mm-hmm. I personally, I think this stage in the season I would like to do that because I think Kazri... The problem you normally get with that is some of these attacking players that work great off the ball you don't have a problem with that with Khazri because he'll give you that off the yeah. ball. It's a no-brainer for me. I don't think he is going to do it. Would Larson be an alternative for anybody?
2: I'd like to see. I've always been a fan of Larson. I, I think he'd offer more going forward than catamol. He still offers you the energies. Off the ball work's always good. He's got the commitment and he'd give us, along with Khazri, another option from a set-piece as well. Like When when Khazri mm. went off yesterday, Van Arnold was on the free-kicks. Like. Mm. He gives us a few different options, and he'll work hard for us defensively as well.
3: I'm not sure I would. I would necessarily start him. I would probably stick with the the three holding midfielders, but possibly I would use him ahead of Jack Rodwell if I was looking to make changes. It's a funny one, isn't
4: it Larson. It just sometimes
3: player cert- of the season last year. Yeah, yeah.
4: you know, certain players' faces fit. Well, Menoni was player of the season, and before that, yeah, <laughs> before that, one sometimes a face fits, sometimes it doesn't, and you know, you've seen with with um, that happened with Gomez and now it's happened with Larson for for whatever reason um you know he's he has been out injured for a long time um i don't know if it what, what Larson's reaction has been to when he hasn't been involved uh, i can't see him being the kind of person who's going to go on a strop no you know Got that's why i was surprised professional uh, concert, yeah, that's why uh, that's why i was surprised that of anyone the you know you'd expect the the agent of like lent or someone like that to be coming out and giving it the old well yeah. if we go down, if
1: someone go down there's no chance this player will be. It's not good, out the good club for anyone to talk season. like that at all, is it? We're talking about teams throwing the towel in and talk of what you do if you should you not be in the Premier League next year is not a good it's not yeah. a good thing. This, is the, this is the
3: danger with, with agents though, isn't it? If it was Seb himself saying that and I don't think he ever would, um I, then that's one thing, but agents are always on the lookout to move players, mm. aren't they? And and so it, it's in their interest to try and generate a bit of interest. Right okay. You, you, don't, you don't want to you, yeah, you don't want to hear that, do you?
1: I can sense the mood's flattened, (laughs) definitely, the tone's down. What we need is you to listen to us on Thursday night because no doubt Proctor will bring the the whole room up uh, again. Do you know what else
4: you need to do? Plug, go on then. Go on to the um, Love Supreme um, shopping cart and uh, order yourself some tickets for the live podcast on May the 9th. There's still some tickets available. Um, I don't know how many, I don't think there's too many left now, to be honest. Um, Guests are Procter, Huliwaga and Nick Barnes, and that's at Port of Call, May the 9th. £5 a ticket, so get yourself down with that. that. Is there a, good a raffle this last time, time? time as well? No raffle this oh. time.
2: shouldn't have mentioned that, should I? No
4: raffle this time, because we're not raising money for... Uh, the money's going towards uh, future Wise Men's Day projects, which include, hopefully, the London Live podcast, which, which will be at the start of the everything season. Which you're, everything you're desperate, you're away, you're desperate for me? it to be the first um, weekend in August now. <laughs> well. <laughs> it's, it's, to be honest, if we lose at Norwich, I think it's going to be the last weekend <laughs> in July, Stephen, to be honest.
1: <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. We'll be back on Thursday. Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs>